it was totally shocking because I have a son, he's three and he was our first and I'd never had any losses before him or any issues. And so, you know, that's something where as, as a woman or as a girl growing up, you just expect, oh, I'm going to get married. I'm going to have kids. You never think that there's going to be any issues. You never think that it's not going to happen that way. I started my business not knowing anything about marketing on social media, but I knew I needed to figure it out pretty quick if I didn't want my business to fail. So I dove in headfirst to figure out all of the things to make my business successful. Follow me on my journey as I seek to learn from other powerhouse moms in business. This is Kelly Thompson, mindset and marketing coach for visionary female entrepreneurs looking to position their genius for profitability. Welcome to the Genius in You podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Genius in You podcast, where we find ordinary moms doing extraordinary things in business and in life. And today, we are blessed to have Hannah Hughes, author and host of the Byword Show that helps equip women for purposeful living. And I absolutely love the tagline of your show. So I'm excited to, to talk to you today. Well, thank you so much for having me. I am so honored to be here. Absolutely. So let's get into it. So we talked, we, we mentioned at the top that you equip women for purposeful living. Can you share some more about what that looks like? Yes, absolutely. So it really comes from my per my personal journey and all throughout my life, I've had, I mean, all kinds of struggles and especially junior high, high school, early twenties, we all go through it. You know, yep. it's like yep. the time where we're just in the pressure cooker of figuring out who we are and just going through all the stuff. So when I was in high school and I, and, and a little bit throughout college as well, I struggled a lot with uh, body image, mental illness, eating disorders, things mm. like that. And it really just was a long journey and a long struggle, but I finally was able to process through all of it and find healing. And on the other side of that, I just felt so empowered to want to pass that on to other women because I came from this place of feeling so hopeless. Like my life didn't matter. I didn't know what the mm. point was. I didn't know what my purpose was. I had no idea what to do with my life to finally finding some healing and realizing, wow, a big part of my purpose is sharing my overcoming story with other women because I mean, most of the time, most of us are in the process at any given moment. And so I've just found that being able to share from that place is a way that I can really help other women know like, hey, you're not alone. You're not the only one struggling with that. I've been there too. And here's how I've overcome it. And now I'm living from a place of purpose and knowing who I am and knowing that my story matters and that I can actually use what I've got at my disposal, my story, my skills whatever I may have in a given season to help other women do the same. And so I've actually written a couple books that talk about this, like talk about processing my story and the power of our stories. And now I have a podcast, which is kind of a continuation of that conversation to where we can just talk about all the things that come up in motherhood, in business, the questions that we have as women about okay, what does this actually look like to manage my time well, to manage my money well, to be present in my process and find the purpose all along the way? And so it's been a really fun journey and one that I'm still very much in the process of. I feel like that's just all of life is this process, but I've just learned 
there's so much beauty and meaning in every step of the way. And it's just so fun to be able to share that and be in the process with other women. So that's my heart at, in everything I do. I love that. And, and you're so right. Um, a lot of times people kind of get stuck in those places where we struggle, you know, and mm -hmm. I definitely believe that God uses our experiences to be able to help other people. And that's yeah. for me, that's kind of the purpose. Like you go through that and to be able to come out on the other side of whatever it is that, you know, you may struggle with and be able to share that with someone else and help them and help them go through that journey a little bit easier, a little bit faster, right. a little bit, you know, just, I think that yeah. is the purpose for us to be able to help each other. So I love that you say that. Can you talk a little bit more, like for people that are like at home listening to, you know, it's easy for us to kind of be on the other side of our struggles and be like, no, it was, you know, it was totally worth it. And I'm so glad right. and now it's, you know what I mean? <laughs> but can you yeah. talk to that, you know, that woman, that mom that may be struggling that are just in the midst of it now, like, what did it look like for you when you were kind of going through your body image challenges and your eating disorder and things that were, you were struggling with? Like, what was your days mm -hmm. looking like while you felt that hopelessness? Absolutely. Well, one of the most recent examples I can give is in, at the end of 2021, I had a miscarriage and it was totally shocking because I have a son, he's three and he was our first and I'd never had any losses before him or any issues. And so, you know, that's something where as, as a woman or as a girl growing up, you just expect, oh, I'm going to get married. I'm going to have kids. You never think that there's going to be any issues. You never think that it's not going to happen that way, you know, and, so especially and let me just interrupt you there just for a sec. Cause I also yeah. had a miscarriage too. And it's oh. crazy because it's not something that people talk a whole lot about for obvious mm -hmm. reasons. I mean, it's pretty painful right. to kind of go through something like that, but you know, mm -hmm. just being able to share that, like I said, again, you know, people aren't generally, we don't talk about the, the bad things that help that happen to us. And there's a saying right. that I remember it's, um, success builds walls, failure builds bridges. And the reason for that is because when you share your struggles with someone, they can relate to what you're saying. Like you just said, oh, I had a yep. I'm like, oh, me too. That's like instant bond right there. Cause we could understand yep. what that felt like. Right. And just being mm -hmm. able to share that is just so super important. So I just wanted to kind of interrupt there. Cause I think that is something that's so important that people need to be talking about. So. Yeah. Well, you're so right, Kelly, because the thing is, I have always been very open about my story. I, I always say I'm literally an open book. I wrote a book about all of my struggles through high school and early adulthood. And the thing is, the message I constantly preach is vulnerability, share your story, all of these things. And then I have this miscarriage out of nowhere. And I had to kind of wrestle with this. Okay, do I share this? Because I was really struggling. I, I, I had never felt grief like that because it was so unexpected and right. you know, because you've been there and most women, if you haven't been there, you just, it's hard to understand. It's hard to explain it to someone who hasn't been there, but if you have and experienced a loss like that, it just kind of shakes up your whole world when it comes out of left field. And so I finally decided to share what I was going through. And I ended up taking a step back from my podcast, just putting a lot of things in my life on pause so that I could heal not only emotionally, but physically, there's a lot that your mm -hmm. body goes through right. mentally. I was struggling and I wanted to be the purpose girl. You know, I wanted to show up and say like, Hey, everything's okay. But the truth is 
when you're in the process, it's not always pretty. Like we hear all these people talk about, oh, just purpose in the process and oh, everything is beautiful. Everything happens for a reason, all of those things, right? But I, for the first time in my life felt like I actually don't want to be going through this. I feel like I have enough of a testimony. I don't need anything else to share, you know? And and I'm so glad that I ended up sharing because number one, like you said, exactly like you said, there were so many women. I started getting tons of messages from women who are like, I went through this too, or I am currently going through this. And I am so grateful you shared because I don't know who to talk to about this. Mm. I, I know I'm not the only one, but nobody talks about it. And the thing is, I actually ended up having two other miscarriages last year after that. And wow. so processing that with other people, like it was so hard and it was so painful. But I think the thing that helped me the most was just letting people into my process. And it, and I don't mean just like sharing on social media. I mean, just being really honest about my husband with, with my husband about how I was feeling, being really honest with myself to say, okay, you know what? I really can't show up and give my best to my work right now. I really can't show up and be my best today for my son. I need to take a break. I need to just cry in bed for a while, you know? And that's the real life of being in the process is some days it's just really messy and really hard. But I think what really helped me get through that season, as well as my struggles with body image and, you know, eating disorders, mental health, like the main key thing for me, like the magic of it for me was having community around me that could support me, having good uh, mentors and counselors and all of these people that I had in my corner that I knew would hold me up when I really didn't have the strength. Because I'll be honest, there were some days where I was like ready to give up on everything. But because I had people around me who, who knew my purpose, who saw me in my process and were processing with me, it reminded me like, it's okay to be not okay right now, but I've got people who are going to continue walking with me as I heal and as I learn to show up in new ways and every day just taking it one step at a time and then eventually being able to feel strong enough to kind of show up to my life again, you know? I love that. You know, I, I think it's it's social media, which I think is like the plague, honestly. <laughs> I always say it's the plague. <laughs> like social media has people out here thinking that everyone's life is just amazing sunshine right. and rainbows all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, you're when you're, and I try and tell people this all the time. And I, I honestly, I don't have my kids on social media at all because you get this kind of false representation that life is, like I said, sunshine and rainbows. And right. by, cause you're looking at someone's highlight reel of their life. You're looking mm -hmm. at like, oh, wow, they took this trip and they're on this fancy jet and they, you know, especially even mm -hmm. business, right? Like in life and also oh, yeah. in business, it's the same thing. Like how many gurus do you watch on social media where they're showing <laughs> flashy, you know, expensive jewelry and they're taking these exotic trips and all this stuff. And, you know, you could, if you internalize that, that could really have you doubting yourself, second guessing your calling and all of those things. And, and here's the thing, like you being vulnerable like that, there are so many cookie cutter people out there. At least they're, they're showing themselves as a cookie cutter version of themselves mm -hmm. where everyone kind of looks the same. Sharing your story and being vulnerable is exactly what people are going to want to relate to. That mm -hmm. is the thing that will draw your tribe to you because they'll be like, oh, wow, she struggled with that. I struggled with that. 
She knows how to do yeah. it. I want to know how to do that. And that's exactly how it works. So sharing your story is the thing that differentiates your business from other people. So Absolutely. that's so critical that you share that. Yeah. Tell me about your, um, your podcast now, like how did that come to be? How did you come to be in business? What, what was going on with you when you kind of took that step? Yeah, absolutely. So it was 2020, you know, the world was shut down and everybody's like trying to approach life in new creative ways. And I just started brainstorming. You know, I knew a lot of people were at home and struggling with mental health, which is something that I had dealt with. And I just had this passion and this idea for a long time to start a community for women where they could kind of have a hub of all the resources that I had reached for during my own healing journey. And so, you know, when I look back on my high school years and early college, early adulthood, I read so many books, listened to so many podcasts, talked to so many people, mentors, counselors, friends, had this community of people and resources that I was pulling from. And I just wish that looking back, I had a place where I could come and get it all at once because I did so much research trying to find the best information, the best resources to figure out like this whole process of healing and then also figuring out your purpose and figuring out how to, you know, like write books and start a podcast. Like I, I did the whole DIY process for everything I've done from my books to the podcast, to everything. And I've just kind of taught myself along the way, but I wish looking back, I had more resources to make my journey a little easier. So that being said, I really, for a long time, wanted to start a community for women where they could not only have community of other women who were like-minded and in the same process of really wanting to learn and grow together, but also have a lot of educational tools and free resources where they could learn to use their skills, their gifts, um, you know, business strategies, health and wellness information, things like that, just all in one place. So I started this community called by words where women could come and connect and learn for free. And I just loved it so much because it was so cool to see the connection happening and women starting to ask questions that they've thought, Oh, you know, I've never really heard this talked about before, but I wish women would talk about XYZ. And I loved being able to have these little free monthly trainings where I'd have guest speakers come and talk about different topics like marriage or, you know, uh, just anything you can think of. And so I just loved that so much that I figured, you know what, I want to just continue this conversation. And I thought podcasting would be a really cool way to do that because I love podcasts and I felt like it was a great way to do longer form content where I could have people come and even give other women a platform to share their stories and their skills, their gifts, their expertise. And so it kind of just evolved into ByWords podcast and it's continuing to grow, but at the heart of it, it's still just bringing women together, starting conversations and celebrating stories while inspiring faith and community and healing along the way. I love that. So where did the word, where did the title come from? ByWords? Why that Yes. Title? Yes. Okay. So I have just had so much realization in my own life that our stories are so, so powerful. And there's a verse in Revelation. I'm sure most people have heard it, but it's the one where it talks about how we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the words of our testimony. And I just love that mm -hmm. so much. And I have clung to that so much in my own life because 
I'm a believer. I trust that Jesus has done his part, but the other part of our overcoming is being willing to share our own stories by using our words. And so I just decided to make that the core, the root of everything I do. Like as we share our stories, we're causing a ripple effect. That's going to help other women be empowered to heal and find freedom and discover their purpose and all the things that we really long for in life. You know, I love you. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it's so clever. (laughs) I love that name. That is so good. I mean, and and that really communicates at the heart of what it is that you want to do, helping people share their story. And I just, wow, that's really powerful. That is so good that I got chills. I just love that so much. (laughs) So is the ByWords community, do you still do that? Yes. So it is definitely looking a little different right now. Um, especially, like I said, I took some time off last year when I was healing, Mm -hmm. but now I'm revamping it. The podcast is up and running and we're excited to be doing some new mini series on the show, but it is a goal of mine to bring back the community aspect. So starting this year, we're kicking off some in-person events, um, in DFW, which is where I'm from, but we're also going to start doing more virtual events again, which I think will be really special because I just love giving women a space to come and share and teach what they know for those women who are a few steps behind in the process. So I want to have workshops on how do you write a book? How do you learn to take care of your body? What does it mean to sync your cycle with your nutrition and exercising? Um, How do you balance family and work life and things like that, that women just, I I wish women had more resources and more open conversations about. Yeah, for sure. I I definitely think there's a need for that. Um, I'm doing a study actually in the Bible that, you know, I, I won't get into the details, but it's really, really interesting how, um, the kind of the perception of the modern woman is um, mm-hmm. not even the modern woman, but just the perception of women in the Bible. I don't, it's very different than the way I think that most of most people think of it. Like we kind of look at, when we think of women in the Bible, our first thought is like, Ooh, Eve, I can't wait to talk to her. You know, like, <laughs> gave me all this stuff. You know what I mean? I've got period and all that kind of craziness, right? Yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> right. <laughs> But one of the things I'm learning is, is the, the, the way that God really honored and blessed women in the Bible. And I think we have this kind of sometimes fair, sometimes not perception where women can't get along or they, you know, are always Mm. at each other or they don't support each other or whatever. And it doesn't have to be that way. And a a lot of times it's not that way. So I love Mm. that this is a community that's on your heart to do something where women can get connected with each other. And that's so super important. Like my first soiree foray rather into social media I had I did not like social media at all so I really wasn't on it and so Mm -hmm. I missed the whole point of being social I was like okay I gotta post some stuff all right (laughs) I guess I gotta keep doing that but not necessarily the social aspect of it and you know getting connected with people and and forming relationships and things like that I think Mm -hmm. it's just So tell me about your books. You have two books that you wrote. Yes. So I've always loved writing. It's always been my preferred method of communicating and processing. I mean, I've got stacks and stacks of journals from when I was a kid all the way until current. And so I always knew that I would love to write a book someday. And the first one I published actually ended up coming unexpectedly kind of to fruition. But basically when I was in college, I was heartbroken by a boy, very dramatic, (laughs) but it just led me to this place of feeling like I'm so confused. I'm so frustrated. Lord, I thought this was it. 
thought he was the one. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I just thought, I, I don't know. I thought I had it figured out this whole love thing, but I guess I don't. So will you show me what I'm actually supposed to be looking for? And it ended up being this whole process of transformation for me because I actually learned in the process that I wasn't being very intentional about loving the way that I was wanting to be loved. Mm. And so I just did this whole deep dive study into first Corinthians 13, which we've heard a million times at every wedding. Right. But I just started looking at it in a new light and then had this connection moment where I realized, okay, we've got this idea of love. And then also first John tells us that God is love. So when we're practicing love, we're actually practicing reflecting who God is to the world, which makes sense because the Bible also says Christians are supposed to be known by their love, right? And not hate and judgment and all these icky things that we are unfortunately sometimes known for. Right. So I went on this journey of just practicing and just realizing, okay, God, I don't want this to be the case for my life. I want people to look at me and, and see you when they watch the way that I love and interact with the people in my world. So at the end of this journey, I felt like God was saying, okay, share it. So I basically just created a devotional journal that leads people through the same exact process that I went through. And I'm actually about to do a mini series on this study on my podcast. So come and join if you're interested in that. But that was the first one I published. The second one was about my story. I share my personal story of mental illness and eating disorders, suicidal thoughts and depression and that sort of thing. But really the emphasis is on why telling our stories is so important and the power of testimony. And that one is the one that the podcast is kind of a continuation of. I love that. And you know, what's interesting to me because in talking to you, um, I'm not sure if I'll post a video of this, but just in talking to you, you were all smiles and all like happy. (laughs) And I don't know if you were like that when you were kind of in the midst of the struggle and all of that thing. Mm -hmm. But one of the things I think is so super important is that you can't judge a book by its cover, right? Just Mm -hmm. because someone may appear totally like normal with no issues, no Mm -hmm. challenges or whatever on the outside, doesn't mean they're not struggling internally with something that's really troubling to them. You know, can you speak to that a little bit? Oh gosh, absolutely. Well, it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier, how social media is a highlight reel. We're we're in this society where unfortunately we're taught that emotions are weakness and that if we want to look strong and capable and be taken seriously, especially as women, we can't be sensitive. We can't be all feely all the time. But really, I I have found in my own journey, and now, thankfully, there are so many studies on feelings and emotions and emotional wellness, especially Brene Brown. Mm-hmm. I am obsessed with Brene Brown. Right. <laughs> but, but now there's all this research that shows that actually the ability to process and feel our emotions gives us strength and allows us to show up as healthier um just happier people. And I think for a long time when I was processing through, through my healing journey, I felt like, no, I can't deal with this. I need to suppress it because I don't Mm. want people to think that I'm just this broken person who can't do anything or like, I won't get an opportunity if somebody thinks that I'm a big mess, you know, but really I found that allowing myself to have feelings and have emotions, which now I realize are a gift from God, it has made all the difference for me because the sooner I acknowledge how I'm feeling, the the sooner I'm able to process through that and then 
move on from it. You know, not that it's a one and done thing, but I've just learned as I get older and as I learn more about myself and my emotions and especially mindset, I'm a huge, huge mindset nerd, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I've just learned that we've got to take care of ourselves emotionally because if we don't, it will catch up to us. It'll come out one way or the other. Oh yes, it will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. Okay. So now I just want to switch gears a little bit. I know you have a beautiful family. You talked a little bit about your son. Um, Is your husband supportive of, of, you know, you doing the podcast and all the things that you're doing? What does that look like? Oh man, I'm so thankful for my husband. He really has been so great and so understanding and supportive through my whole process because (laughs) I'm a very multi-passionate person. And we've been married for, it will be six years this year. And for pretty much all of that, I've been figuring out what I want to do. Right. (laughs) The great thing is he's also an entrepreneur. So he has his own wedding photography business and we're both very creative and entrepreneurial minded. So that helps. He really understands. But I think for us, it's been a really interesting process because neither of us have ever really wanted the the traditional, okay, you grow up, you go to college, you get a job, you work the nine to five, you have a family and that is life. Neither of us really expected or even wanted that. And so it's been a very interesting journey for us, not only in our family dynamic now that we have a son, but also financially and learning to communicate well, because we're always just like, oh my goodness, this new project, or look at this opportunity, or I want to try this. Right, right. Yeah. So it's been, it's been very interesting. It's been a learning experience for both of us, but honestly, I would not trade it for the world because something that he and I are both very passionate about is that we would rather pursue the things that God is calling us to do than be financially stable, whatever that means, (laughs) or or have all our ducks in a row. Because the thing that breaks my heart is I see so many women who feel like they can't do what they're called to do until Mm. all their ducks are in a row or until their kids are in school until they've retired even. And I'm like, Oh, sister, the the grass is always greener, you know? So I actually had this conversation with a friend not too long ago who she and her husband had just bought a house. We are renting right now and it's great, but it's a big dream of ours to buy a house soon. Mm -hmm. And so I was talking to my friend about how Oh, I'm so jealous that you guys have this house. Like, that's so exciting. Like, I really wish that we could buy a house and we just weren't in a season where we were ready for that. And she was just telling me, man, you know, like, it's great that we have a house, but we have to work a regular nine to five job to pay for it and be able to afford this. Yeah. And I yep. wish she was telling me, I wish I actually could pursue my passions. Like right. we're not able to do that in this season. And I know it's not one or the other, you know, it's not always either or, but it just gave me so much perspective that it is such a gift that I'm able to pursue what I feel like God is calling me to do because that's a luxury. And I know that is that is something not everybody has, but I'm so grateful for my husband who has been supportive about that because it's just been a really cool journey for us. And now having a son, like we're just so passionate about modeling that for him rather than you have to work to pay the bills and then you have fun. It's been for us. We we're going to say yes to God first and trust that he will work out the details, obviously being wise with finances and time and resources and that kind of thing. But just being willing to say yes to what God has for us, even if it doesn't look like what the rest of the world is doing or what the rest of the world says is successful. 
Right. Yeah. And I think that's the really the key part is just doing what God is calling you to do. And, you know, for for some people that may not be entrepreneurship, but for others, it will be. And, you know, not being I always say just take imperfect action, because a lot of times Mm -hmm. myself included, I was one that I, I wanted to figure it all out before I actually took a step I'm like, okay, well, yeah. what is it going to look like? And what, you know, and I think a lot of times when we're trying to follow God, we're kind of like, okay, can you just give me the end? Like, tell me what happens at the <laughs> end before I even get right. there. Like, right. Like we yeah. want to know like the whole plan laid out before we take a step. Mm-hmm. And really, I think the biggest blessings come from when you're able to just say, you know what? Okay. I'm going to do what I feel called to do. And I don't know what it's going to look like. And it's going to be messy and imperfect Mm -hmm. and all of the things, but I know that that's where I'm called. And I know that I'm going to get wherever it is that you're calling me to. And I think that's the, that's kind Mm -hmm. of the key. So yeah, absolutely. So much for sharing all of this. This has been such an amazing conversation. If someone wants to get more of Hannah Hughes, how can (laughs) they do that? Yes. I would love for you to come and hang out with me. I am on Instagram most of the time at the Hannah Hughes. And then my podcast, the by word show is available anywhere you listen to podcasts and also on YouTube. I love that. And I will be listening for that series that you're talking about. I think that's going to be fabulous. Um, and looking very forward to the community that you're going to be rebuilding and launching again really soon. So thank you so much for that. For sure. Thank you so much, Hannah, for coming on. And until next time, friends. This is Kelly Thompson. And if you're a mom who's a coach, consultant, or course creator, join the Align to Attract Masterclass and find out how to position your genius for profitability. Go to aligntoattract.com. Again, aligntoattract.com.